everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Tortured Fan Bases podcast. Coming at you with uh, Noah, Kurt, and Will. We've got the whole contingent of hosts with us today. Uh, how are you guys doing on this beautiful Memorial Day? Doing fantastic. How are you doing, my guy? Uh, doing well. We're doing uh, what? I just I just built a donut wall, like a holy matrimony is going to say over the donuts for a donut wall for the wedding. Uh, I'm pretty excited. It's going to look pretty cool. This is going to be the most basic white girl wedding in the world, isn't it? You've met my lovely fiance. I haven't actually. Yeah. Yo, you haven't? No, I haven't. All right. I could have sworn you have. Thompson, you have, but yeah, it checks. It's gonna, I'm, it's I'm gonna be fun. Ah, uh, that's not that. true. I have. She was there when you got promoted, right? She was. Yeah. Way okay, to I remember, have. Fife. I'm definitely yeah, gonna tell her that you forgot. I'm sorry. Whatever. Very well. That's fine. Anyways, um, we have finally reached the point where Will has decided that it's okay to talk about standings. Why, so... are, you, why are you saying it's on me? You guys agreed to it. <laughs> I just said we, I don't uh... think we should yet, and you said, yeah, okay, that's fine. We'll, we'll put it this way. Will is kind of the one that rules like what gets talked about on the podcast in the best way possible, because Thompson and I will bring ideas up, and he'll be like, I like that idea, except we should talk about it this way because it's better. And to be fair, most of the time he's right. Uh, <laughs> you got to have some creative. I mean, look, we got we all got our roles here, right? Thompson's vibes. You got all the technical stuff here. That's right. I, I, I edit it, and, and then Fife is kind of the resident have baseball genius. expert. You got to have some genius. I don't know why I'd say expert, but you got to have a little touch of genius there, you know? Just I think little- we can grant you the title of baseball genius. Of the three of us, I'm I'm more willing to give that title to you than to Thompson or I. I mean, I mean, I'm just that's saying like winning valedictorian at a, you know, school with three people in it and two of them can't really read. <laughs> first place is first place, baby. <laughs> You're building donut walls and arts and crafts. And of course, the one guy that studies makes us look dumb. <laughs> yeah, the one guy that has a degree in engineering makes the two of us look dumb. Man. I'm like, I like this. He's like, here's some numbers stuff. Woo. <laughs> So yeah, I, I think th- this is at least better than uh, our like fantasy baseball league because I keep having to explain to to people that like, hey, look, this is this is how teams are thinking now, and just have nobody you guys can get seen it. How bad I am at fantasy baseball! I've only beaten our control team. I don't know. I have gotten destroyed by everyone else by at least like three hundred points. I mean, are you are you actually like paying attention to it really? Well, no. Um, okay, but that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing. I have like some of the top performers in, in terms of like actual fantasy points, but my pitching staff is so bad it doesn't really matter. I mean, it's like when Adolis Garcia goes off for fifty points in a week, that's great. Uh, but when Dylan Cease isn't performing well, and you know Nick Lodolo is on the injured list, I'm kind of in trouble. Long Anyways, season, long season. It'll be fine. Something like that. Yeah, I'm looking for a national style comeback here. Yeah. Um, we are well, gonna we're gonna start delving into the standings here. Yeah, I mean it, it is a long season, but you know now we're about a quarter of the way through, so yeah, it's basically good... June at this point. In, yeah, somehow. And yeah. You know what? I think all of us are still playing baseball that actually matters. So life's I good. Agree. Yeah, some that matters more than others, but you know it's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's... Hey, the Reds are four games out of first place, so I don't want to tell all you, right. man. All right, let's start with the uh, with the NL East then. Who's standing out to you guys there? The Braves. I mean, yeah, the Braves. I think the Mets are probably the biggest story in this division because, like, preseason, everybody looked at the Braves and said, yeah, okay, yeah, they're the Braves. They're going to be fine, which they've still had some issues, right? They're having some some pitching problems and injuries, and, you know, they're getting some guys back. I think Mike Soroka's back on the big league club now good for him he is yeah but the mets have been a big story because they've spent all the money and you know steve cohen really is going for it and they just like they're 500 right now they're average they're not really doing a whole lot so i I mean they're they're a big story the phillies i i think they're kind of where they are where i thought they'd be i mean it was cool that they went to the world series last year but you know, they had a team full of designated hitters and their bullpen was better, but their rotation was okay. And they only won 89 games. And I feel like this is probably where they're at. Uh, I think the Nationals are doing pretty decent. I mean, 
it was kind of a toss-up between them and the A's for worst team in baseball or who we thought would be the worst team. And they're just not They're significantly the better than the A's. Yeah. yeah, they're just not. I mean, they're not good, but they're not the worst. I mean, they're kind of where the Reds are at. They're just like humming along, right? Thompson, what do you dig about the, uh, about the Braves? I think the Braves are in the best position currently and also going forward than damn near any other team in baseball. The team-friendly contracts that they have, and you say, like, their issue is like, oh, there's some pitching performance problems. Like, like Soroka coming back, it's like, that's the dude that won Rookie of the Year. That Like, that's that's not a nobody coming back. And he's not coming back and throwing right into playoffs. They've got a little leeway, enough for him, have two starts where he's shaky. If he can jump back and get into the rhythm, it's it's a different ball game because that's their pitching issues aren't we don't have anybody val- like good that can throw. It's yeah, it's just injuries. Guys getting oh, hurt. Man. Who well, do we thing call that, up? The thing, the the thing that's good about them is or the top twenty. <laughs> that's true. The the good thing about them is like that there's a number of divisions in baseball, and we'll get into them that are mediocre. And the team that's leading them is also mediocre. Both of the central divisions are like this. And I'm a Twins fan. The majority of the NL East is mediocre. You know, the Miami Marlins are two games over 500. The Mets are 500. Philly's right below that. And Washington's right below that. But they all have significantly negative run differentials, which is kind of like a long-term. This will kind of show you the way their record's trending if they're outscoring their opponents. Um, The Braves have a plus 62 run differential, which is over 100 runs better than the second-place team, the Marlins. And they're 11 games over 500 with a winning percentage of 604. So they have a mediocre division. And I understand we're playing a balanced schedule. You don't have as many games against your division opponents, but I don't really know what's going to rein them back in. You know what I mean? Like they have the potential to just like go on a run and just destroy the rest of their division. I don't really know if there's a team that can really compete for the division title right there besides the Braves. Yeah. And you know, they, the Braves have, done a really good job the last few years, right? They're all about, let's get guys up through the minor leagues, figure out who's good, and then sign them to long-term deals. They weren't really bringing in a ton of free agents, right? And then they traded for Sean Murphy, which a lot of people kind of looked at as kind of a, a push, right? William Contreras is pretty good and very young. They kind of looked at it as a swap, and now Sean Murphy is great. He's leading baseball in in war right now in fangraphs war and then you know who's also great ronald acuna is so good at baseball he's so good he's he's so good it's insane how good at baseball he is it's it's history watch he's one of those guys like i mean he's he's on pace right now for at least with some regression baked in, he's on pace for a 40-40 season, which hasn't happened for a long time, for a while I mean, for a center fielder. It's he's The stuff he's doing is incredible. I mean, he's technically on pace for like a 60-60 season, which I don't think is likely. That's not probably not going to happen. Here's the deal, though. 50-50 is probably still on the table. Maybe. If he, if he gets a run. I mean, he, he wasn't hitting home runs like he... Like he should have. I mean, he's got 11 homers and 22 stolen bases right now. So, I mean, it's possible. I don't think it's likely, but it's possible. So there's always like articles in the early, early in the season where they're like, oh, this guy's pushing for the title, the best player in baseball. And usually those are just absolutely ludicrous articles. Like someone's writing about how this random player X is, you know, competing with Mike Trout for being the best player in baseball. Or at this point, Shohei Otani. I saw Bleacher Report trying to argue that Ronald Lacuna Jr. was the best player in baseball. And I was like, I don't disagree with that. I agree with that. Yeah. Well, at this point, I I don't think there's anyone better in the majors than Ronald Lacuna. Well, and I mean, we kind of, we kind of talked about that earlier that last year he wasn't amazing. Last year he was great, but he wasn't amazing. And we think he's probably the injury. He's back to full strength. That ACL's healed and he's just absolutely incredible. Oh, yeah. And I mean, if, and he's, he's added a, you know, the, the speed game, which is what a lot of guys who are towards the top of the leaderboards or guys that we would look at and say, yep, these are the best players in baseball. A lot of guys aren't doing that, right? I mean, the 
top guys as far as stolen bases in baseball, Estuary Ruiz, who was also a part of that big Sean Murphy trade, Acuna second, Wander Franco third. The next really big name is probably uh, Julio with nine. So, like, he's also stealing a lot of bases. He's very good defensively. I, he's, man, he's a just such a fun player to watch. Yeah. Yeah, and of the 22 stolen bases he's had, he's only done it in 25 attempts. So yeah, it's not like yeah, he's, he's just running wild and getting caught. Yeah. I mean, he's converting. Yeah. At... I, don't, I don't know what to make with some of the efficiency because, like, obviously, like, I've seen some some different stuff about like the stolen bases where someone actually tried to attempt to throw them out versus just stolen bases where they're not even trying. There's a lot more where they're not even trying now. So I don't know how what to make of those numbers, but that's still impressive. Like he's still going for it. You know, he's a guy who's hitting for power and still gets on base enough to steal 22 bags. So, I mean, he's just a electrifying guy. And One then, you know, the NL East. you got um, Spencer Strider, too, who's Quadzilla, who's really good. He's amazing. Right? He's great. Do want to give a shout out to my guy, Louis Arias, currently leading the league and batting at 376 as mm-hmm. we enter into June, which is just a, a bit absurd. Hey, look, the Marlins are, are good. I mean, they're 28 and 26 right now. They're in second place. It's true. That negative run differential isn't great, but you also yeah, have the reigning NL Cy Young winner, Sandy O'Contra, who's got a 4.86 ERA. Yeah. So, I mean, if he if turns he it around, that's a different on, Marlins a different team. Game. Yeah. Like, and yeah. they're actually trying. I mean, a lot of people knocked him. I think we knocked him too for really just not doing very much in the offseason. I mean, they got Luis Arise or Louis Arise, but like that wasn't going to solve all their hitting problems. But they're, they're doing pretty decent. I mean, they got a winning record. I don't know if they'll stay there, but hey, good for them. Yeah. Anything right. else on the NL Central? Okay. Or sorry, the NL East, excuse me, before we move on to the NL Central? Pretty meh division thus far. Yeah, I I think it'll shake out. I don't think the Mets will be this bad all year long. Phillies will, I mean, Phillies have got some injury problems. They're, they are what they are, but I think the Mets will be better. But I think this is the Braves division. All right, let's move on to one of those aforementioned mediocre central divisions. Hey, you better watch the, your mouth, sir. Hey, I'm taking my own team when I say that. I mean, that you're, you're, okay. you're not wrong. It, it is yeah. pretty mad. Yeah, NL you Central's pretty both mediocre. the centrals, really. Like, yeah. Shut up, can Ailey, just kinda... Shut up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're rough. Hey, guess what? The Reds are in third place. What place are the Red Sox in? Not third That's place. incredible. How's that winning percentage look? Doesn't matter. Third place. <laughs> Sounds yeah, like you, the NL mean, Central's pretty uh pretty if, if the Red Sox were in the NL Central, they would be tied for first place with the Brewers. Um the Brewers are probably the most surprising first place team, not because there wasn't like hype with them entering the season, but they've got an entire starting rotation on the injured list. They've got five guys on the injured list, uh negative run differential, three games over five hundred, really haven't done much of anything. They're just kind of holding on for dear life, kind of like the twins, if I'm honest. Um so I'm not of the of the division leaders right now where I'm like they'll probably not be a division leader by the all-star break. I'd probably lean towards the Brewers. I think that they're due for a significant amount of aggression at this point. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they're due for aggression because they're not a bad team, but no, I think they're not bad. They're not a division leading team. The though. Cardinals have just been so bad. That's the big surprise. Like everybody looked at the Cardinals and said it was probably gonna be their division. And man, their their month of May was just or end of April into May was just so bad. I mean, they were, you know, they were losing twice as many games as they'd won at one point. They were just so bad. And I think they're they're twenty four and thirty two right now. They're five and a half games out of first place. So that's not like impossible, but you know, the Cardinals still got some issues, you know. I still think they win the division. I do too. Yeah. But I mean, if you look at like the expected win loss records, which yeah. I mean, take them for what they are, the Cardinals are the only one at the NL Central with a winning record. So, like, you know, based on all factors outside of them actually winning games, they've been expected to be a better team than they are. Yeah. And we've seen teams go on runs. We've seen, I mean, that's the beauty of a 162 game season is things tend towards the average by the end of this season. Yeah. So, I mean, at this point, if I had to predict someone, it may seem bold to predict the fifth-place team to win the division. I don't think it's that bold to say that the Cardinals are going to – I mean, they're a good week away from being in first place. 
Yeah, yeah, it's well, and and some of the the underlying stuff's a little less fun for them. I mean, their pitching staff is basically Jordan Montgomery, and that's it. Like, they're like an injury or two away from being nothing. Um, but there's some good signs. I mean, Paul Goldschmidt's still there, and he's great. Nolan Arenado's finally deciding to hit the ball. Um, yeah. you know, they're they're uh. They'll, they'll be better. Um, kind of like a sleeping giant type deal. Yeah, I mean, you, you kind of look at the Brewers in first place and say, okay, look, they're not a bad team, but, like, if they have a bad week, somebody else is coming. Yeah. Now, you know who I don't think that is? It's not the who? Pirates. No. Pirates, they had themselves a really good start to the year and have since plummeted. Yeah, they are. started off. They, they went on an eleven and one run, and then they followed that up with a one and eleven run. And yeah. so over a twenty-four game stretch, they were five hundred in probably the most unconventional way ever. I mean, they're five hundred right now. So yeah, they're yeah. they're coming back down to to the mean. Um, but the rest of the league is doing pretty. I mean, everyone's pretty close right now. I mean, the Reds are twenty-four and twenty-nine. They've been better than I thought they would be. The Cubs are 23 and 30. I mean, a lot of people were really hyping up the Cubs this year because they got Dansby Swanson. And, you know, I think everybody kind of looked and said, well, that's cool, but they've got him and they got Seiya Suzuki, but like they still need a lot. Yeah. And Patrick Wisdom's really good, but like they still need a, a lot to be better. And they're, you know, they are where they are. Um, I mean, I think they're probably a third place team in this division, but. Yeah, I mean, a lot of teams that are trying to figure some stuff out. I mean, I think the Cardinals will end up in first and the Brewers will be second. Who gets third place? I don't know, because all three of the rest of the teams, the Reds, the Pirates, and Cubs, are all kind of like different shades of the same bad. So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're Reds, man, sitting in third Listen, place, though. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying. You bring up your Ellie uh, De La Cruz. He could change everything. Oh We've seen that happen before. So, he's so good, which I'm more optimistic than I have been because they got Spencer Steer last year, put him in the lineup. He immediately started hitting pretty well. They called up Matt McClain this year. Matt McClain has already beaten the ball around out there. I mean, Obviously, there's some translation between doing well in AAA and doing well in the major leagues. I don't know if that's going to work out for De La Cruz because he's got some more swing and miss stuff than some of these other guys do. But, man, he hits the ball so hard. So hard. For Spencer Steer. I hope you enjoy him. Yeah, he's great. I like him a lot. But he's – yeah, I'm ready. And you know what? He's not the only guy. I mean, I think of all the the bad teams in this division – um, I think the Reds have the most like quote unquote reinforcements coming up. I mean, they have the most sort of what, if you believe all the prospect boards, I mean, they got the most top 100 guys that are really close. I mean, De La Cruz will be up pretty soon. And Carnacion Strand will be up at some point. Noel V. Marte so will be good. up at some point. Um, Andrew Abbott will be up so at some point. I mean, they got, they got tons of guys. So I I, I'm optimistic. The interesting thing for me in this division is it has the potential to be so close at the all-star break that I think a a lot of the teams could justify going for it and trading Mm -hmm. some prospect capital. I don't think the Reds would because they've always been, you know, built on the prospects, but I could definitely see St. Louis thinking that they're a, you know, some kind of significant player away from a team that's not contending. Uh, No one's really coming to mind right now, but they could think that they're just that guy away. Uh, and making a pretty significant move. So checking back Maybe. in on them at the all-star break, it'll be interesting to see how they, how these teams yeah. handle the trade. Deadline. I don't know how significant. I mean, I think they'd probably look around at, you know, if, if everybody is maybe in the six, the five or six game range, they'd probably look around and say, look, if, if, if these guys are as just slightly worse than us, I think we don't need to do too much. Sure. Now, I mean, they'd probably look at who they would eventually play and think they have to do more, but I don't know how much more they need to do. So that's fair. I don't know. It'll it'll at least be an interesting division throughout. There's a reason to watch throughout the rest of the year for some reason. Thompson, any last notes on the uh, Central before we move on to the West? Nope, I'm all good. You just don't want to have to talk about either Central, do you? No, not much to say. 
Oh, buddy. Thompson, you are the uh, the SEC fan down here whose team goes like four and eight every year, but is like, but yeah, we had the rigors of an SEC schedule, so that counts for something. I don't know why you're saying him. I'm the Kentucky football fan here. No, I, I mean, okay, then yeah, actually, yeah, you are. Yeah, I'm exactly that. <laughs> Go I'm five and seven here. and be like, man, it's so tough being in the SEC East, which is not <laughs> true, but I'm, I'm, LSU where it's like, yeah, we lost a few games, but like it was by a field goal to Bama. Like yeah, yeah. that ain't bad. At least if you're in the, become, the West, you have more of a reason to. It's true. I've become a SEC fan or an LSU fan, kind of by proxy of Taylor graduating from there twice. So it's kind of fun because like one of the teams I root for was good. You know, I didn't really have that when I root for all Minnesota teams. Yeah, Minnesota's like Minnesota's what they are. We've just kind of committed to being mediocre in every single sport, except for women's basketball. We're really good at that. I mean, there's just yeah, a kid, but there's just guess a kid. who's better? Who? LSU national champions women's no, basketball. I'm talking about the WNBA. Okay. Mm. Oh, why? Because Maya Moore was on the Minnesota Lynx, and they won like four championships in a row. That's like the only major, if you can call it, major sports championship we've won in a while since 1991. Yeah, it's great. Anyways, uh, enough about my pain as a Minnesota fan. Uh, the Dodgers, I don't think I was expecting them to be 32 and 22 at this point. I don't think that they're as talented as they were. Um, you know, 117 wins or whatever they had. Not a 17. How many wins did they have last year? Some absurd number. It um, wasn't like a record breaking, but it was a lot. It was it was a lot. Um, I I think we all kind of realize that they're not that team anymore. They're not that talented. I mean, Clayton Kershaw is what he is now. He's a good pitcher, but he's not the best pitcher in the game. You're they're missing still the Bueller. Yeah, but I was expecting them to be more than a game and a half up. Excuse me, more than a game and a half up at this point. Yeah, I mean, they're. I think everybody kind of expected them to take a a bit of a hit, but I mean, they're still the Dodgers. They're still good. I mean, they're still finding. They're they're being forced now to pitch all of their prospects and call their prospects up, and uh, I'm assuming they're all going to be all stars here. Yeah, I mean, seems to be. This how it is goes. same with the Astros. James Outman is which okay. James Outman is an outfielder. Why are you not a pitcher, my guy? Fair point. A name Outman, and you're not a pitcher, but whatever. He's great. He's hitman. He's fantastic. Yeah, he is. You can't be mad at him if he's coming up and. Well, he's not a pitcher. His last name's cool. It's like, well, he's also hitting, you know, 295. I'm mad at his parents mainly because, like, <laughs> come on, man. Push that kid towards being a pitcher, right? Whatever. Hey, he's fun, great. Uh, they sidebar. Still have Mookie sidebar. Um, I, I'm watching the Twins Astro game, and the Astros just put up a poll, and it said, Who is the best comp for Jordan Alvarez? There isn't one. Lefty Slugger. There Guess who one. the number one vote getter was? David Ortiz. Otani. Barry Bonds. Not even close. Yeah. It was the same reaction. I was like, uh-uh, uh-uh. I mean, it's not how that works, but whatever. Different players. Anyway, yeah, back to Dodgers it. I, I had to share that. The Dodgers are great. They're still good. I don't know how good they'll be towards the end of the year. I think if we look at teams that are we thought would be in contention and we look at you know all of their possible reinforcements, the Dodgers are just so deep everywhere. Yeah. It's yeah. their division. I I hope the Padres can get it together and Damn. finish he, up in second. I think the Diamondbacks are second or third. Diamondbacks are having a good year. They're having a really they hard year. Good. Very, Zach Gallen is a legitimate ace. Corbin Carroll is really fun to watch. They're having a good year. Yeah. Yeah, I think but, the yeah. Padres are one of the most frustrating teams in the league because they every single year hit. they seemingly go for it, but they just – it's just something isn't working. I mean, yeah. at a certain point, like JJ Preller or AJ Preller, or whatever his name is, like he might just need to try something other than just trading away everybody to get a good player. Like Man, they Juan Soto is getting a little better. But he right started there. Juan started out so rough this year. I mean, they can't get out of their own way. Manny Machado was hitting so poorly to begin the year, and now he's hurt. I don't know, man. I don't. It's not even like they're underperforming. Like their expected wins and losses is twenty six and twenty seven, and they're twenty four and twenty nine. Like, I mean, anyone, anything bad. can happen, and anything can happen. We're confident in the Cardinals, but you need the Cardinals have some good underlying stuff to look at. The Padres really don't have much. 
No. They don't have that number one rated farm system. You know, they don't have Fernando Tatis coming back from injury. They don't have X. They don't have Y. Yeah, they do. Like, Tatis is playing now. No, no, they don't have that anymore. Like, they can't say, like, oh, Tatis is coming back and he's going to reinforce yeah, they, us. He's no. there. They've like, you can't use this. that reinforcements. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think ultimately they'll be fine. But, man, they're just not having – they just are not having fun right now. No. But, but uh – yeah, how about them them Diamondbacks? I mean, the Giants the are I think they're right where everybody thought they would be. I mean, yeah. they've, you know, Farhan Zaidi has kind of shown that he's not going to be one of those guys that breaks things completely down. And now they're just kind of mediocre, right? They're kind of average. Mm-hmm. Um and then the Rockies are the Rockies. They're bad, but whatever. They're no expectation it to be good. Yeah, that was not yeah. unexpected for them to struggle. I mean, they're not as bad as I thought they would be, but they're not good, you know? Yeah. So, whatever. Any more on the NL West? I mean, who do you think is ultimately going to take that division? It's got to be the Dodgers, it, right? Yeah, it's hard to bet against the Dodgers. Wild card pick would be the the, the Diamondbacks coming from behind. Um, I, just... I, think, I think you can win a wild card. For sure, they can probably win a wild card. Yeah, I mean, wild card, they could probably do that. I'm talking about wild card, and, and yeah, I probably should have said wild card. I'm thinking the wild card pick is in to win the division. Um, yeah. You would have to pick the D-backs, but I don't really know, man. Like, I'm not extremely confident in them man- maintaining it. I've seen, you know, even the Twins get out to hot starts, and you're like, yeah, they'll be good, and then they're just mediocre the rest of the way. So we'll see what I'm, happens. I'm all in on the, the Corbin Carroll hype train. He's, he's, he's good, man. He's so fast. That was so the, fast. The D-backs locking him up prior to him getting like any service time was probably one of the best decisions that organization has made. Oh yeah. Though, if you compare that to trading for Shelby Miller, you're kind of not really comparing two equal things. Um, Listen, so here's the thing. You're talking about the Shelby Miller, Dansby Swanson thing, right? That was was something. I think we got to stop holding against these teams because that administration that did that, they're long gone. Right. That's fair. You got so, me there. Yeah, that's true. Was that a dumb trade? Yeah, probably. Absolutely. Dummy anybody there right now is their fault. No, it's just still kind of funny just to look at that trade because it wasn't just Dansby Swanson. Like they gave up more players. They gave up Trey Turner in that trade, I think, too, in like the three team deal. It was just kind of like, all right. Um, anyways. Wait, what? No, Tuki Toussaint. That's who it was. Not Trey Turner. Okay. They gave up Tuki yeah. Toussaint. Which, okay, that's fine. He he was he was all right. Yeah, he's a prospect. Anyways, let's, let's move to let's the, move uh, the American AOS. League. Yeah. Let's see, let's see the AL, ALS. We'll work our way back. Um, leading that division is one of the best teams in baseball as it sits right now. Uh, pretty unexpected, honestly. The Texas Rangers, 34-19. and 19. Yeah. Thoughts I mean, on them, fellas? It, it was kind of clear that they were going for it. But, like, their the rotation that they signed was like, this might work out really well. They all also might end up in a nursing home in three weeks. I don't know. And like DeGrom is hurt right now, which sucks, but Nathan Eovaldi's fantastic. Andrew Heaney's doing pretty well. Everybody's hitting the ball, which was kind of also one of their problems last year, right? Corey Seager's back and he's smacking the ball around and Marcus Semien's hitting well. And I guess Jonah Heim is the best catcher in baseball for some reason. Yeah. But yeah, they they got a lot to like. Adolis Garcia is great. They got a lot to like, man. I I still think the Astros end up with this, but the Rangers are going to be an absolutely dangerous team. Oh yeah, I mean I I think at this point we kind of got to because we just talked about the Dodgers, right? Where it's like yeah. we thought they'd be worse, but the Dodgers just always figure something out, and the Astros are a hundred percent the exact same team. Like the way they've built their organization, it's just if somebody is bad, well, guess what? We got another person and another person, and we got a nineteen-year-old that's the best in the world at this. Yeah. Oh, we don't we don't have George Springer anymore. Cool. We got Chaz McCormick. He's pretty decent. Yeah. So, and you know, they uh, the Astros were doing worse, but they're figuring things out. Um, The Mariners are not exactly disappointing. They got a winning record, but like. I think we kind of expected a little more from the Mariners. And then 
mean, boy, the Mariners, like the Angels. When you when you pay Julio Rodriguez, it's the same as like the Angels. Like you, when you pay Mike Trout, you have to try to go for it every single year. Because but they did. They you're wasting gave a big it. deal to to Luis Castillo, and like they're going for right. it. Right. Just... But it just hasn't worked, and so. Yeah. And well, I don't think we can home. say it hasn't worked. They're three games over five. They have a winning record. That's fair. That's fair. It'll they're be just... interesting to see what they do when it comes to the deadline, if they're staring down the Rangers and the Astros, you know, because yeah, they're yeah. right now they're three games out of a wild card spot. Um, if you if you look at it, like the Yankees are in that. It was the Baltimore, the Orioles are in the wild card spot. And I mean, they're but I think that the Mariners are probably in prime position to make a really big addition and the uh it, at the trade deadline. But outside of that, like the Angels are above five hundred, but they're just not doing much. Wow. Shohei I mean, actually has struggled pitching. We we lately. gotta watch the Angels, right? Because in the next month or so, they start dipping down. They've yeah, got to figure we'll it out. Do probably a whole episode on yeah. Otani trade scenarios just because that's such an I intricate mean, thing to worry about. How how delusional is Artie Moreno going to be? You know, pretty delusional. Because you got two options. You either. I, mean, I think we have to like. Well, here let, let's go ahead and establish real quick. I think the the Angels are kind of on the uh, last decade for me because of the Mike Trout Shohei Otani issues. Yeah, I mean, it's just very clear that, I mean. They're getting kind of lucky right now because, like, Patrick Sandoval is pretty good. Mickey Moniak is actually, like, a good ball player. Wow. And yeah, that's kind of saving them a little bit from everyone blatantly seeing that, like, man, you guys just do not know how to put a team together. No. Like, you got mm-hmm. these two talents and you can't figure it out. So they're getting saved some because, like, they had Brandon Marsh and they exiled him and now he is – doing very well in philadelphia so they just it's very clear they don't know what they're doing and i just want to know how delusional they're going to be in thinking they can keep otani so l- let me ask you real quick i would like your honest and opinions here what are the what's the actual legitimate probability that they keep shohei otani 100 percent at this point if they're two games over no no, no no i'm saying long term He's there long term. Oh, none. He's going to leave. He wants to win championships. He said that. Yeah, Yeah. I'm thinking it's non zero. Like, it's very, very, it's unlikely, but. I think Trout does too. Because they have money. Really? Like, yeah. That's a hot take. No, it's not. Well, look at it this way. If if Otani leaves. But let's say the there's worst thing. Let's say the worst no happens. reason for him to stay. They they hang on all year to him. That's fair. They think they might sign him delusionally, and then he leaves, and all they get is like a comp pick. They don't get any prospects. They just get a compensation pick in the draft. Yeah. There's a real I mean, chance that Mike Trout could look around and go and say, dude, what the hell's going on? You, you messed this up. I want to go win games. It's There's a chance that he asked that question. I don't know if anybody would actually be able to pull off a trade for Mike Trout. but Or Otani, if they try to trade him. That is a genuine travesty if they stick those two guys on that team for an extended amount of time just because they won't trade or like just because they don't know how to put together a team or an organization. You're you're handicapping baseball as a whole and the growth that is possible by keeping those two guys on that team. Well, I mean, they are in the biggest market in the world. Or the biggest but, sports market in the world. And they're on a bad team in, that nobody wants to watch. For baseball, there's no way you can convince me that the Yankees wouldn't be, marketing-wise, a bigger spot. I don't want to see either of them playing the Yankees. I understand no. that, but the same was said with A-Rod. I, Here, didn't, I don't I like A-Rod. Yeah, yeah, I didn't like that either. So I think Otani in the offseason is clearly going to be leaving L.A. I think he's either going to I don't think he's leaving L.A. Up... I think he's well, just going okay, to a sorry, different right. L.A. Leaving team. Leaving the Angels. My, yeah. my take would be that he, yeah, he's either going to the Dodgers or he's going to the Astros. Mm, I think the yeah, Astros 
would have the money to pony up for him. They'd also have, I don't want to say that they're lacking star power because they're star studded team, but I think that they have that mindset of like, Hey, we're still a good team. Even though we've lost George Springer, Carlos Correa, all these guys, if we add Shohei at 50 million a year, we can be a great team. And uh, I think they're kind of right. So if I had to pick right now, which team he's going to end up on, I think it would crush the angels as an organization. If you went to LA uh, and played for the Dodgers, as opposed to staying in Anaheim, because they're not in LA. But I would say it's probably Houston, and that would hurt even more because he's in the division or to the Dodgers. So either way, like it's gonna sting. Yeah, and then I think think... Trout would go to the Phillies. No, you know what I think happens? They hold on to Shohei all year long because they think that they can sign him. He signs with the Dodgers, and then Trout gets traded to the Dodgers. (laughs) They could not know that that base would revolt if they traded. There'd be riots. Oh, dude, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think, no way. I don't think baseball, Angels fans would lock arms with Oakland fans and just start punching millionaires. So you, you, <laughs> you got seven Angels air. fans and seven A's fans. Come on, hey man, yeah. they're gonna be mad. Be really Which crazy. we didn't even talk about the the good old Oakland Athletics, man. Well, you you say the battle at Oakland Athletics because when you're ten and forty five, you can't even be called so, middle. I, I haven't looked yet, but I'm going to look. Until the A's actually leave, the next time that they come to town, to Cincinnati, I'm going to buy a ticket to every game, and I'm just going to go around and give every A's fan I, I can see a hug. Because, like, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I think every dude, fan base in baseball at this point. Every bit of this is just so brutal. Because, like, not like they knew we knew they were going to be bad, but they are, like, so you guys know the the 1899 Cleveland Spiders, right? The worst team in baseball history. Yeah. yeah. They're on like the same trajectory right now, the A's are. I mean, they're not That's on the exact bad. same trajectory, but their numbers are not good. They've got a worse run differential. So what I want to know. Yeah, yeah, I they got a worse run differential on. than that team. Well, yeah, that, they're negative 199 already. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, they've lost, what, 11 in a row? They're, they're bad. So and you know what, what I want to hear your projections on is right now they are 25 games out of first place, 55 games into the season. How many games back of the AL West division winner do you think the A's will be at the end of the season? 95. Uh, it won't be that much. Why not? Because <laughs> that's never happened They're before. They're on pace for 100. They're not going to be that bad. Listen, what, what the exact same thing happened last anything year. anything else. Listen, the exact same thing happened last year. The Reds started three and twenty-two, and everybody was like, "Oh God, they're so bad." I'm like, "That's not gonna like that's too bad. They're not gonna. It's not gonna happen." But and the Reds didn't. had some semblance of the, talent. I don't. Well, they the did. Reds had a major league roster. Did they though? Did they? I mean, closer I think the than, the A's. than the A's. <laughs> did they? Dude, the A's is a JV team of AAA. Uh, Brent Rooker's pretty good. Brent Rooker's incredible. Estuary Ruiz is pretty good. So was Mike Trout for a bunch of years, man. Mason Miller is pretty good, even though he's hurt right now. There's one guy. Ah, dude, it's just it's so rough. I mean, they're not good. They're so not good. It's it's atrocious. And And then did you see the the like stadium concept they came out with? Yeah, it's like a it's like a completely open stadium, no like retractable roof. In Las Vegas? No, they said there is one. Okay, whatever. But like, there it, it it's like zero shade, barely any lights. Like, looks like a terrible place to go watch a game. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be and one I, and a half billion dollars just off the strip. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Hey, hey, you know what? I guess they're gonna bully people into doing it. Like, it's gonna happen. So, whatever. Also, you know, yeah, five thousand people can right watch now. it. It could be okay. Yeah, it could be fine, but it, it seems looks like the. Uh, it look kind of looks like the the Coliseum, it, it but without the giant. Yeah, it's it's fine. I mean, it's not what I would expect. Like the Raiders Stadium looks cool. It looks exactly like the Raiders Stadium should look, just giant and menacing and black. It looks like it kind of looks like um, T-Mobile in uh, Seattle. Kinda, yeah. I don't know. That's the I mean, vibe I'm getting from it. 
it's fine. And I'm sure it's not going to look exactly like that, but man, it's just times are rough for the Oakland A's faithful. It, it, it's rough. Yeah. All right. I, I need to talk about the twins. Um, oh, we talk about the AL central, move. this other garbage fire of a central. So as we were talking, um, it's in the bottom of the seventh. We're in Houston and the twins load the, or the, uh, the Astros load the bases and there's two outs and Jose LTV is at the plate and we throw kind of like a hot reliever we've got out there. And, uh, if you had to guess how far the ball went off of LTV is bad, how far would you think? 471. It went about a uh, 380 feet into the Crawford box and yeah. it went from a four to one twins lead to a five to four Astros lead. Heck and yeah. I was trying desperately not to curse. Heck yeah, um, baby. The Twins are trending to be 500 after today, and that will still mean that they have a, a, a half-game lead in the division. I hate That's you. That's bad. I hate you so much. <laughs> I, I think I think there was one point, uh, like maybe a week ago or something like that, that like if you stacked the, the – NLE or the AL East and the AL Central together, it would just all be one big division. Like the Twins would be like a game below the Blue Jays, and from there. So yeah, that's, that's uh, how it works right, right now. It's a rough division. Now, right now, that's that it works right now because the Toronto Blue Jays are twenty eight and twenty six, and the Twins are trending to be twenty seven and twenty seven. Yeah, and it is, it is not good for the Twins. And there's just like not good for the AL Central. It's mediocre. You got two really bad teams. The White Sox are not good. The Royals are not good at all. And then you got three teams that are kind of could be good, but are so far not really put it together. The Guardians, you know, the team that like doesn't want to sign guys that hit home runs, um, surprisingly are not hitting home runs and they're not hitting the ball yeah, very well in general. Yeah, they've got Jose Ramirez and that's, that's it that's it yeah josh naylor yeah but like they, they don't they don't have you heard of josh naylor he's, they don't, he's okay every once in a while they don't hit home runs like, oh, you got a base hit good yeah good. <laughs> there he is and then the Go tigers there. are what they are i mean they're trying to uh, you know what they're better than they were last year which was horrendous and that's a good thing they're i will still say not... to, to the credit of the twins they have underperformed if you look at expected wins and losses, they should be 31 and 22. Granted, I mean, take that for what it is. It's expected and it's not actual. Um, the rest of the division is incredibly overperforming unless you're the Kansas City Royals. Um, everyone else should be pretty much like 12 games below 500 or so. So, I mean, anyway, you slice it, like this division is just bad. Um, the Twins started off hot and we've cooled off significantly. We're not finishing games. We started off with, an incredible starting rotation and a really, really good bullpen. Um, and we still got a good starting rotation, but the bullpen's kind of cratered and no one's hitting. I mean, we're losing games three to one. If, if we're, if we average five runs a game, we would probably be one of the better teams in baseball, but we're averaging well below that. It seems, I mean, the last 10 games were three and seven. We somehow can't figure out like when the bases are loaded, the twins batters as a whole are hitting about 100. Um, it gets to the point where, like, if the bases get loaded, Dick Bramer, our our, our uh, TV commentator, joked that if if we get like a walk that loads the bases, we should just decline the walk because we're so bad with the bases loaded. Um, I I don't know, man. Like, I don't want to say that the Twins aren't going to win this division because the rest of the division is so bad. But if we win this division, it's not because we're a good team. It's because the rest of the AL Central is just that bad. Yeah, I mean that's this is a garbage division. Kind of where where you're at, man. I mean, I think the Twins can be better, but I, I think if you look at it from like a playoff perspective, I think the Twins are the team that matches up with everyone else the best. But man, they're just not very good at the moment. The whole division, so. Yeah, no, I it's totally rough. agree with you. I mean, the only reason why we're still in first place is because. We're just really good at stopping runs from scoring, not because we're good at scoring them. Which, I mean, that does have a value, right? Yeah. But that's, yeah, it, it's, and I guess there's that argument that, look, if the rest of your competition is not very good and you're just beating up on teams that aren't very good, how good can you really be? 
-hmm. And I guess that's kind of been a, a twins question in the past, right? Some of the years that they've really been good is, hey, you're playing the AL Central. How good can you really be? But right. playoff baseball and is now so we're playing different. a balanced schedule. Yeah, yeah. Playoff baseball is just such a, you know, toss up. But I mean, look yeah. at the Phillies. But yeah. Well, you know right. what the good news about the AL Central is? Somebody's got to somebody's got to win the division. So there you go. Might right. as well be you, right? That's right. <laughs> uh I I do think it's going to be pretty disheartening to, uh, and we'll move to the AL East after this because I really don't want to talk about the AL Central anymore. Um, yeah, it's going to be pretty disheartening when the team that wins the AL Central has a worse record than the fourth or fifth place team in the AL East. I mean, look, I, I to the best of my knowledge, there has never been a team that's ever won a division with a losing record, so that's not going to happen. So there you go. Yeah, I don't that's even think that's All right, possible. East. Thompson yeah, the AL East, the big dog. I mean, a division where literally every By team is over and 500. And, and away the best division of baseball. Not a division close. that keeps flip-flopping. Like, like right now, the Blue Jays are in last place. They were in second place like a week ago. So, I mean, I think the biggest surprise is definitely, well, there's two, right? How good the Rays are, just how good they are. And the Orioles are doing doing the baseball they're 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 playing yeah. the baseball the right? oils look incredible the, yeah. the most frustrating part about the al east is keeping up with all of the teams because you will flick it on and be like the rays might never lose again and then the next day they start a series against the blue jays and the blue jays dog walk them and you're like wait are the blue jays the best team ever all of a sudden, they go play the Orioles. The Orioles sweep them, and you're like, "What's going on?" All the like the Red Sox will get hot and play like no one is even close. Then all of a sudden, they just get on a cold streak. You're done. You can't compete unless every single player is at the top of their game. That's why the Yankees are in third with the you know 32 and 23 record because one injury, two injuries. All of a sudden, instead of having 10 guys that are crushing the ball and, you know, not letting in any, like you, you're, you're down, you're, you're, you're hand tied behind your back because all the Rays aren't going to have that. They just keep pulling guys up that are going to start leading the month of in ERA, you know, just another guy that they can just call up and do that. No, like no other team. I feel has. like the Rays are the Rays of the Patriots back when Bill Belichick would just like find Chris Hogan playing lacrosse, just throw yeah. him in there. And all of a sudden you've got a really good wide receiver. Yeah. The Rays are just kind of I mean, like that. You they've always done that. These pitchers, especially with, yeah, especially with the pitchers. I mean, I, I think things are a little more precarious for them than it has been because they got some, some serious guys injured right now and not they just, not just little stuff. They got some serious injuries. I mean, they just got Tyler glass now back, which is cool um we'll see how long that dude doesn't stay healthy. yeah so yeah, like they when he is. they they do a really great job of you know finding the next you know the guy that was discarded somewhere else and you know they just picked up jake diekman so i'm assuming he's going to be you know the best believer in baseball all of a sudden he but young. yeah but uh i mean man they got some mashers yandy diaz is mashing the ball wander franco's amazing Got to mention Randy Rosarina, man. Yeah, he's like yeah. on fire this year. He's yeah, good awesome. old, good old. You know, you know, he's got his own his own uh, zone out in the stands now, Randy Land. That's awesome. Yeah, I know. And I think the, cool. the the first game that they had that he hit a home run to Randy Land. <laughs> of course, that's that's of course that that he's one of those guys. I yeah, R Randy Rosarina is great. You just write um, the script; he'll be there. Oh yeah. yeah. The Orioles are interesting in that. They last year was clearly they were coming up, right? They finally brought up Adley Rutschman and they brought up Gunnar Henderson at the end of the year and they were putting it together. You know, Cedric Mullins is awesome. I'm, you know, as you know, I'm a, a Cedric Mullins guy. I like him a lot. Uh, and then this year, you know, everybody kind of dogged him a little bit because they didn't really do much in the off season. And turns out they kind of knew what they were doing. They're pretty good. I mean, Gunnar Henderson's been okay at short, but Adley Rutschman is great, really yeah. great. 
And then they're bringing up some of their pitching prospects. Um, they've already brought up Grayson Rodriguez, and he's been, you know, he's a young guy. But he's been okay, but, man, the Orioles are exciting. The thing with the Orioles is if that organization looks at their fans and the fans are like, y'all didn't do anything this offseason, and they, they go, don't worry, guys, we've planned for this. We've got it. The people of Baltimore are rightfully untrusting of, yeah. of yeah. that. Because it's been decades where it's, okay, we're good. We're kind of good. We get, we're we missing a few pieces. No, 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 guys, don't worry about it. Don't stress. We've got this figured out. Last place for five more years. Yeah, and they're not paying for guys. I mean, they didn't even attempt to sign Machado. Didn't even really yeah. make any attempt yeah. to sign him. Probably should have because he's pretty good since he left Baltimore. Pretty good. He's extremely good, yeah. but – I just I don't like him. It's fine. Doesn't matter if you like him or not. He's still good at baseball. That's true. Yeah, and then you know the Yankees are finally being the Yankees. Um, I mean they've won seven of the last ten. They came to Cincinnati and won two games. Aaron Judge hit a home run. Had a really yeah, annoying Yankees fan go beside to Cincinnati me. Cincinnati and win two games. I know, but like. <laughs> Whatever. We had a we had a really annoying Yankees fan right beside us doing exactly the kind of stuff that you'd expect. Had like three kids with him and was like cursing, you know, slinging stuff into the. He was he was having himself a time. He was a Yankees fan. Yeah, he's a Yankees fan. They're bad people. Yeah, I don't think you need to lecture toss about how bad they are. Well, see, what's weird is I, I work with a guy who's from from New York, and he's a big Yankees fan, and he went to the game too, and uh, he's like the anti Yankees fan. He's like, yeah, I hate the city, I. We had all the Yankee fans around us. It was miserable, but I got to see Aaron Judge, so I'm happy. True. So, hey, we got we got the one good one that worked with us. So, but yeah, he had a home run, and you know, it was it was fun. But they're they're coming on. Um, they just got didn't they just get Luis Severino back too? Yeah, but that's another Tyler Glasnow situation. He's I mean okay. He's exciting. He's, he's good. He's exciting. I don't. I don't think he'll be a long-term front of the rotation guy. Well, he's not the front of the rotation guy anymore because Garrett Cole is really, really, really good at pitching. That's true. See, I forget that Garrett Cole is good because turns out I he didn't need the spider terrible about the red against the Red Sox. Yeah, turns out so he didn't need the spider. Every time I see him, I'm like, look at this chump. Yeah, this loser. Devers is four for four with four homers off of him. <laughs> Well, uh, Rafael Devers owns Garrett Cole, and it's my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> it's my favorite thing in the world, just knowing that Devers could send him with that fat thing of dip in his mouth, yeah, Father's Day cards for the rest of his life. Big old, he's a big old chaw guy. I like it. It's massive. It's, Abby made the point the other day, like he just looks like one of the old school baseball guys. Yes, like, and all the guys are all like jacked. They've been like specifically trained their whole life. Devers just looks like a dude that plays baseball in the eighties. <laughs> and you know, what's wild is like all those like Dominican Puerto Rican guys. Like, I don't, I don't know if that's part of the game down there. I, I can't imagine it is. They just come to a major league team and there's some like corn fed coach. that's like, yeah, here, throw this in there, man. Yeah. But everybody does. Yeah. Toss that. Yeah. You might be a little nauseous the first time. <laughs> You're not supposed to swallow it, right? No, you're not. I'll be nope. right back. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I will see you in about an hour. Yeah, um, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, how about the Red Sox though? Because they're they're hanging on. I I love this team, and there are years where I love the Red Sox and not the current roster. But this team, there's something about them where even when they're slumping and they're not playing like no one's expecting them to be as hot as they were for the entire season that's crazy they were stupid good for about a week and a half there and it was the best time of my life but and they're about to lose three games here so i don't know about what you're talking about i mean just saying chris you got you got three games coming up that they probably ain't gonna win i'm just saying big maple has something to say to cincinnati That's your argument, James Paxton? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited Buddy. to see see y'all. Have you watched him start? Have you watched him pitch? 
I I have to admit I haven't watched Paxton pitch in like three years since he played for the Yankees. That's I I get that. Do you know his ERA is really like, you know, there were a couple of walks and then a few home like two homers. That's it. Hmm. I promise you, he's like he's back up in mid to high nineties. He's not walking people to a crazy extent. Paxton looks good. It's that's I don't okay. know. I think he's cute. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't go that far. I but... think the new boy's cute. I like him. <laughs> I mean, I, I you know, I'm assuming he's probably gonna he's not gonna have a very good time with the Cincinnati Reds lineup. So just saying. Yeah, all four of them. Hey, hey. They got some hitters, man. They got some hitters. What happened? Did y'all finally clone Joey Vada? <sighs> Maybe. <laughs> you don't you don't know what kind of they, look, they won't spend money on players. They gotta spend money on something. And it turns out it's cloning. If Cincinnati would pay the ownership billions of dollars if they were like, hey guys, you know how we haven't signed anyone? We've been trying to clone that one dude and it worked. And y'all came and you like Joey Votto, but he's a perfect shortstop. Yeah. Cincinnati would give him a key and be like, dude, it's yours now. You run I it. would I got some ethical concerns about cloning, but I would maybe I would maybe like the Castellines a little more. Just a little if, bit more. If Joey Joey Votto walked up to you and said, Will, hi, great to meet you. And just talk to you for an hour about the reds i mean and he does that other joey Votto walked in i mean he, he does that anything anyway to say about cloning he does that already <laughs> but i i think that that would i would so you know the whole uncanny valley thing or like things that you know aren't human but look very very human freak you out yes. because you know it's not human yes i think i would get that really fast Cause that would just look weird. I would, I'd probably start losing my, my, my mind a little bit. And now batting third base, Joey Votto. Uh, uh, no, they should just like change his name slightly. Like this one is Jose Votto. And then the next one is Joey Vate or something like that. I mean, Joey that Votto would maybe Matt, be worse. Just Matt Carpenter. They just cloned a bunch <laughs> of Joey Votto's, but different ethnicities. That would be, <laughs> that might be worse. Yeah, I don't know if I'd like that, but I mean, look. Hey, Otani. Here's the. Don't even joke about that. <laughs> We're gonna clone anyone. We need to listen. Clone Shohei, man. There is something out there, and I would like to see it. I would like it to be made public, but the Reds put together a whole package to try and get Shohei Otani originally when he came from Japan. It exists. I've seen a picture of it. Just a don't bunch know what skyline chili. Probably, yeah. <laughs> I I want to know what the contents are. What they were saying. I'll see if I can get a little Google search going here. I mean, I, I, there's a picture of it. I know it exists. I don't know what the contents of the offer were. That's what I want to know. Was, what it that more than just, was it more than just money? I don't know. It was a whole big binder of stuff that they gave him, so I don't know. Oh, Fife. Uh, Google told me that it would cost about $1.39 billion to buy the Cincinnati Reds if you're interested. I mean, I am, but I don't have that much money. Well, you should have gone to school for a little longer then. I got, I mean, I got like a few grand. Uh, I don't know if that'll do anything. I don't know if someone's going to give me a, you know, billion and a half dollar loan, but we'll give her a go. We'll start somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just get a ownership group together and I'll lead it and we'll, uh, you know, they'll put in the big money. I'll put in, you know, like 500 bucks and I'll lead it and we'll be fine. Yeah. I'm not seeing anything online about it. So yeah, I know it exists. They put together a, a package. I don't know what was in it. I want that to be made public. But I mean, for real though, they probably are going to have to give some money this off season to uh, Jonathan India. Yeah. I'm hoping they do. Cause he's a very fun player. I want the Red Sox to get him. I'm not even going to be subtle to say, I don't, to, I don't, think, of friendship. I don't <laughs> think you have any prospects to give. Yeah, he's not a free agent yet, but that's true. And we definitely have prospects. Like 
Not any that. Not any. Like, have you seen this sixteen-year-old in the Dominican Summer League? He's been awesome. It's like when the Real Reds, talk, the Mexico leagues are fun to watch. They are fun to watch. <laughs> Listen, I just want to say, I said a while ago that we should put a team in Mexico City, and then who is it? The Padres and the Dodgers, whoever it was, who who, who played those games in uh, Mexico City. I think, I think the, the Padres Dodgers. and the Rangers did. There you go. Yeah, I know the Padres were there. Oh, yeah, Padres was, and Giants. That's who it was. Until you Darvish played the Twins, those were the only home runs he gave up the entire year. Here's and why they can never do it because they're at like eight or ten thousand feet. That's why you got to do it. No, that was fun. You're not. I mean, if so you think many it's hard home to runs. Convince anyone to move to Colorado to pitch. I mean, forget about trying to convince anyone. So to move many to home Colorado. runs. It's awesome. I like it. At least the game will be exciting. You want to score runs. That's how you score runs. That's true. true. See, here's here's what we should really do. We want we want the game to be exciting, but every stadium on this whole big contraption that shoots the whole stadium up in the sky like five thousand feet, playing baseball in, in the sky. Yeah, take us through the physics of that, Mr. Engineer. Gonna score a billion runs. <laughs> How hard would and that be to manufacture? No spider tack. We make yeah, the ball slipperier. Listen, you can put anything. Listen, it. you can put whatever you want to on the ball. It's still going 500 feet. Doesn't matter. Let's that just turn hard. it to where like you have to you have to put the ball on the tee for the hitter. Like the pitcher's only job is to run and put the ball on the tee. See, you know what's wild? If you did that, if every major league player had to hit off of the tee. I would venture the majority of them could still hit a ball out off a tee. Oh, 100%. oh yeah. No problem. Yeah. I remember I watched a commercial once where like Big Poppy was showing like something or another for a bunch of kids that were there and there's a ball off a tee and he took just like an easy cut and you just watched as the ball just like disappeared. And this was no special effects or graphics or anything. It was just them filming Big Poppy take a cut off a tee and it just, it was just gone. I watched it, it was in like high this school. Is... Was that four ten to center? Who did that? One of one of my buddies in high school. Yeah, yeah. Like It'd a be guy fun I played to watch. with off the tee. Just, we were doing a tee scrimmage and just oh well, runner on second and third. Stupid. <laughs> You're like I could you know ground this through the right side. Yeah. Or... <laughs> he was he was one of those kids where it's like, dude. <laughs> what? He he like was supposed to get he ended, he ended up going to a University of Arizona. Okay. Um, yeah, finally in the AL East, we've got the Blue Jays, who I genuinely think are should be in third. Yeah. Well, I mean, they were in second like a week ago. So that's the thing with this division. Next week they could be in second, and I'm like, yeah, but they played terribly. Like, I don't yeah. I think. Genuinely, I mean, they're the are a better team than the Orioles. Yeah, they're what three and seven in the last ten. So, like, you yeah. have a bad week and you're in last place now. Yeah, I mean, it's fun to watch from afar. Twenty-eight and twenty-five, and they are are treading water. Oh yeah, what a yeah, time! It's fun to not have a rooting interest in that division and just to enjoy the amount of good baseball that's being played there. I mean, I'm it, losing it, my hair. With the new, with this new balance schedule, now that they're not beating up on each other constantly, are we going to get a division where every team is over five hundred? Yeah, if it's is that possible, happen? that'd be freaking cool. Well, I, I think can it we, might be can possible. we do it? Can we do it where the AL East everyone's above five hundred and the AL Central everyone's below five hundred? It that I would could happen. I would sacrifice the rest of the twin season just to see that happen and just to watch Thompson as the Blue Jays or the Red Sox miss the playoffs. They lose with like an the 83 and 80 <laughs> 79 record and the twins make it at like 78 and 84. Oh, that would be righteous. And then we go on a run and win the World Series. That'd be cool. That's, oh man. I mean, uh, I think you shouldn't. I think if you do that, if you have a losing record and win your division, you should be replaced in the playoffs. You should not get to play in the playoffs. Get relegated out of the playoffs. Yeah, just hey, who who was the next? Uh, you know who was the next uh, wild card team? Cool, you're in the playoffs now. Don't even get to try. That'd actually be kind of fun. It happens in in football in the NFL. It's happened quite a bit. Not quite a bit. It's happened. Yeah, a few there times have been where... some times when teams yeah, that are below five hundred. 
I don't know if a team that went six and ten back on the sixteen sixteen game schedule won the uh, won their division, but I know seven and nine was decently common. Yeah, and we I think we've had a couple of like seven, eight, and one playoff teams, but yeah. that's just weird. But yeah. uh, what a time! What well, a I think time! We kind of we've gotten through everyone, fellas. In a, yeah, like within an hour, that was pretty good, and we got to our teams already too. That's even better. Yeah. I mean, baseball is. Uh, Closer than I thought it would be for most divisions, you know? I don't know if that is parody or if everyone's just kind of better or worse than they're supposed to be, but at least there are reasons to continue watching. Yes. Yeah. There's only I think a overall, few... this has been a fun year of baseball. Yeah. There's only a few, a few franchises who have basically no reason to watch baseball anymore. And uh, that Sorry, sucks for them. Oakland. Yeah. Well, Oakland, Oakland's there. Kansas City's there. It is what it is. Yeah, that's all right, though. For yeah. the other 28 teams, we can enjoy it. Oh, we're having fun. That's, yeah. I, I just hope that by July, the Reds are still at least watchable. I think they should be. Careful what you wish for, bud. I, I don't care. Look, listen, I don't think... Like, their playoff chances are very, very low. As long as they're not embarrassing. I'm fine with that. That's fair. All right, y'all. Well, we'll be sure to catch you next time. Not sure what we're going to go with, but at some point we do have to talk about Shohei Otani trade packages just to have some yeah. fun. But yeah, we'll start to get we're gonna, I mean, We're going to be coming at you with some like all-time teams that we have too. We've got some fun stuff coming down the pipe for you. Absolutely, because we're all nerds and we got nothing else to do. I'm about to get married. I have plenty of other stuff to do. You're not <laughs> doing anything, things, though. But I can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, it's great. All right, guys. We'll catch you next time. Yeah, thanks for listening.